was listening to um, the NPR program Fresh Air the other day, and uh, uh, Terry Gross was interviewing inter interviewing a gentleman whose name I'm afraid I actually have forgotten. Um, someone who's I guess pretty well known in poetry circles, but I I don't read a lot of poetry, so his name did not stick. But uh, he himself mentioned the name of another poet, whom I also did not know, uh, who uh, I think he died in 1999, and his name was uh, William Bronk, B-R-O-N-K. Uh, and he's he, uh, quite a number of enthusiastic readers of his poetry, but I had not heard of him or read any of his poems. But the interviewee on Fresh Air, at uh, Terry Gross's request, I read a very short poem by William Brock, which I was going to memorize and then didn't. Partly because the uh, it's very short, and the heart of it is uh, uh, is quite striking. Uh, I don't remember if it's titled or not. I think maybe not. But the the uh, central lines are. Uh, there is no anchor in the world. Oh no. Oh no. There is no anchor in the world. And the uh, poet being interviewed said he thought maybe this was the saddest poem he'd ever read. And I was immediately struck by how that's also Buddha's message. There is no anchor in the world. And Buddha went a little further, of course, and said to forget that or pretend that that is not so is the gateway to enormous suffering. Whereas the absence of any anchor in the world is uh, the gateway to liberation. So we have what could be called the same insight and in one way, it seemed to turn towards despair. And then in another way, as, as Dogen says, the gate of liberation stands open. This uh, made me think of uh, 
Suzuki Roshi's. One of his remarks that, that also stayed with me, probably other people too, which is that we die and we do not die. And how many of us, we might hear that and our inclination, maybe there's some karmic pressure, is to try and forget the we die part and just stick with the we do not die part. Of course, some people, of a, um, I don't know, gloomy temperament, they might want to go the other way. They'll stick with we die, and they'll ignore the we do not die part. But to uh, neglect either side of that remark is to Let oneself in for karmic trouble. So although hearing that there is no anchor in the world might uh, cause for us, as perhaps it did for the poet, a kind of a storm of uh, despair or fear or I don't know regret or something uh, perhaps with just a little bit of uh, good karmic influence one then might hear of Buddhist teaching which is like that, there is no anchor in the world, but has another part, which is, and therefore you are free. And yes, freedom is scary. Perfect freedom is perfectly scary. And even though it is Buddha's teaching that the gate of liberation stands open, we also die. And in that, that great Tibetan saying, Everybody dies and no one is dead. There's that part of everybody dies, which is a little, a little gnarly. 
and finding in our own body-mind the uh, synthesis of we die and we do not die, or no anchor in the world and we are free. That is uh, liberation. That is the uh, fruit of practice. And to sit in what we call zazen is to study the open book of no anchor and we die and we do not die. And to study it thoroughly is to follow Buddha's way. Anchors, of course, can be used to uh, keep us from moving, which as living beings will not feel good to us. So although we might think, why I wish there were an anchor in the world, If there were, the gate of liberation would be closed. This um, may be slightly undersubscribed Dharma talk reminds me of when I lived here and Philip was alive, fairly frequently, there'd only be a small number of people at his talk. Sometimes just he and I, and maybe Ajiko, if we were lucky, who also served as Doan. Thank you very much, Ajiko-san. But uh, one of my favorite poems of Phillips has the line, uh, uh, something like, uh, uh, several worlds gone to hell in a handbasket. Uh, they knew it. It cheered as it whizzed by.
they being our, our uh, Buddha ancestors. So maybe uh, you could say that's our challenge. Can we uh, cheer as it whizzes by, anchorless? Yeah, it's a bit of a challenge, but not impossible. Maybe that's enough. I'm not anticipating any questions, but... Oh! Okay, Jonathan? Well, um, if it's in a home in the world, has no anchor. There, There is no anchor in the world. There is no anchor in the world. I could see some people as interpreting that as saying, well, there's no anchor in the world, so we might as well just do whatever we want. Hmm. But I don't think that's what Buddha means by saying there's no anchor in the world at all. There's something uh, a little different, right? Quite so. so, uh, Yes, people have taken that tack sometimes. Well, I think some people also, I understand it's uh, people look at Buddhist philosophy and wonder if it's not nihilism because it would sound like that, but I know it's not. Mm -hmm. But you could take that statement and kind of interpreted a number of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's not, if you aren't saying the world has no anchor or there's no anchor in the world because things that appear fixed actually are part of these interconnected streams of existence, that's a lot different than just saying, you know, because then there's this implied, yeah. it's this grief over, oh, things aren't staying the way I want them to be. But that's because that's not the way things are. It doesn't mean that there isn't something healing and meaningful to find if you change your perspective a little bit. Quite. So I hope uh, the poet William Bronk had maybe a broader experience. It still is sad, though. Of course. It's part of our life. Kato-san, did you want to... Well, uh, it's some kind of, well, you know, I listen to a lot of music and like a large amount of music, and sometimes when I hear Dharma talks, I hear lyrics in my head or song titles. So mm-hmm. when you were talking, I heard uh, the uh, Janis Joplin. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Yeah. That gets quoted a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, that's a pretty sad song. Yeah. Yeah. So, you could say uh, in, in that song, the piece of We Do Not Die is kind of out of focus. There's only the We Die part. And that leads to unhappy places. Okay.
Well, again, it depends. Yeah, yeah. It certainly can be, and that's what Buddha taught. Maybe the ultimate is, and you can't even lose yourself. How about that one? That's like, whoa. E. Why? Because, well, it's not actually there. <laughs> yeah. This podcast was recorded at Hartford Street Zen Center, East Sanji, in San Francisco. Please help support our temple by making a donation at hszc.org.